It's Monday. It's May 29th. And the word of the day is breast summer, which means a horizontal beam placed over an opening like a window to support an exterior structure. Used in a sentence, if you look up breast summer on Google Images, you get a little bit of relevant stuff, but mostly boobies and grilled chicken. It's a lot like Memorial Day. Yeah, I feel like that word had to pass up on a lot of much better definitions before it settled on that one. I said wood-related. <laughs> I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 51, Jared Kushner offers Russia a tin can and a really long piece of string. <laughs> Trump returns from his foreign trip despite the numerous trails of Reese's Pieces we put out. And you'll be stone-cold stunned by the latest election results out of Montana. But first, the Roundup. On the Newswire this week... After 146 years of operation, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey Circus came to a close last week. The operation blamed increased concern for animal rights and increasing competition from the White House. Dubbed the greatest show on Earth in a world before CGI, the circus can remain proud that they continued operating for 100 years after their founder got famous for calling his clientele suckers. In Hold My Tang news, a Japanese research team confirmed last week that healthy mice can be bred using sperm that's been in outer space. Finally, that question is answered. Which means, at some point, an astronaut showed up at the International Space Station and said, Where should I put this mouse cum? And got an answer. <laughs> but in Japanese. Donald Trump is unsure whether or not the U.S. will uphold the Paris Agreement, saying, quote, I'm probably going to blow my brains out during the impeachment anyway. <laughs> In response to a subpoena from the Senate Intelligence Committee as part of their investigation of Russian election tampering, Comrade Michael Flynn invoked his Fifth Amendment protection against self-incrimination. Seems like he's using it wrong. Yeah. Roger Moore, who played the role of James Bond between Connery and the whole thing going to shit, died last Tuesday after his nemesis was finally able to finish the damn monologue and just shoot him. Unfortunately for owners... Roger Moore was 89 years old and only worth 11 points in standard scoring. Greg Allman, on the other hand, also passed away last week, but had the decency to do it at age 69 for a solid 31 there points. There you go. In related news, Eli Bosnick got replaced at the top of my keeper list by Ariana Grande after she almost got me 77 points. Mm -hmm. yeah. Better luck yeah, next time. Arsenal beat London rival Chelsea 2-1 for the FA Cup in a gripping game of epic proportions that literally one island on the planet cares about. <laughs> Not even that big a one. <laughs> Taiwan became the first country in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage the day after Indonesian authorities caned two men under accusations of gay gayness. In a related story, the number of good things that have come from obsessing over who other people fuck remains at zero. Fox News printed a retraction last week of their previous claims regarding the 2016 murder of DNC staffer Seth Rich. Now they're saying he was not killed by Hillary Clinton operatives to cover up her underground pedophile ring. Either way, they're still pretty sure gender studies are fake. <laughs> <laughs> prove to me, show, prove me all feminism is good, if that's wrong. <laughs> A spokesman for Chipotle Mexican Grill restaurant chain reveals that hackers stole customer payment data from most of their stores over a span of three weeks, starting from the end of March. Warns America to expect a huge upsurge in homeless white girls going out with their betches. 
The CBO score for the American Health Care Act was unveiled on Wednesday and showed that the House bill would directly lead to 23 million Americans losing health insurance. When asked how this affected their support for the bill, a Republican spokesman said, Take that, motherfucker! Suplex, bitch! Suplex! According to a recently published transcript of a phone call between Donald Trump and Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte, both men are sociopaths who enjoy phone calls. While comparing notes on killing poor people, Trump marveled at the simple elegance of the just-shooting-them approach, and Duterte praised the more subtle take-away-all-the-medicine technique. Then Trump sent a dick pic, Duterte sent an ass pic, and Trump sent the exact location of our nuclear submarines. Mm, Construction begins on the European Extremely Large Telescope. That's the real name. Or ELT in northern Chile. In related news, smart people suck at naming stuff. Well, maybe if they didn't make us name all the stuff. I'm just saying. The U.S. military admitted on Thursday that a March 17th bombing in Mosul killed more than 100 civilians and dozens more are still unaccounted for. U.S. commanders expressed shock and dismay that there were still that many people left to kill in Mosul as they were pretty sure they'd wiped that place out before. The Supreme Court rejected North Carolina's latest attempt at a horribly gerrymandered voting map last week. The court pointed out that you can't make a district containing all the black people by shaping it like barred eighth notes in music notation. Huh. And saying, but they're good at music doesn't make it any better. Still (laughs) racist. The United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit refuses to reinstate Trump's Muslim ban on the basis of religious discrimination, telling counsel, maybe you shouldn't have run on a campaign of this executive order's unconstitutionality. Yeah, that would have helped. Right-wing English media personality Katie Hopkins resigned from a radio station after a controversial tweet that called for a final solution to the UK's Islamic terrorism problem in the wake of the Manchester bombing. Holmes argued in her defense that all solutions are inherently final, if you think about it, and also that she thought those were just camps where you sent people who weren't good at concentrating. And, of course, we'll have more on this week's news coming right up in the headlines. But first, we're going to check in with Donald Trump and his aide, Tall Tyler, at the White House. Um, sir? Tall Tyler, how's it going? Oh, well, I... No need to tell me, Tyler. Fantastic. My visit to the Middle China, fantastic, right? Okay, yeah, um, about that... Did you see me touch the orb? It whispered secrets to me, Tyler. Told me there's a new world coming, and I will lead it, Tyler. It, it, uh... It did, sir? Nah, I'm just fucking with you, TIE Fighter. Oh, good one, Mr. President. Or am I? Are you? Spooky. Like a haunted house, right? My presidency? Ooh. Yeah, it sure, no, it sure is. Tall Tyler, what's up? Uh, Mr. President, it's about your son-in-law. Frederick Douglass. No, no, uh, Jared. What about him? Well, it seems that he, Jared! uh, Jared! Get in here. Gah! What? Don't do that, J-Dog. Say hi to daddy. Hi. Hi. You fucking my daughter? You fucking her real good? No, girls are gross. Kids, right? Tyler, why are you pinching yourself? Oh, uh, once more hoping this was all a nightmare, sir. Everybody keeps doing that. Now, what's the problem? Okay, so the press has picked up that Jared asked the Russians for a secret back channel in a meeting with them and Michael Flynn. Did you do that, Jared? So, did you my do name that? is Hawkwinter now. Hawkwinter. All right, did you do that, Hawkwinter? Yeah, but only because I wanted to check on the money. Oh, that's fun. I just... Committed treason. Pre- treason Tyler. That's I like it. Okay. Well, J- Hawk Winter, 
Everyone obviously makes mistakes. Tyler, how do we clean this up? Uh, I, I have no idea. I mean, the FBI is going to investigate, and if there's anything connecting this to you... Don't be ridiculous. I, what would I know? No, okay, I, I believe that, I guess. Yeah, me too. Okay, Jared... Hawkwinter. Sorry, Hawkwinter. I need you to lay low for a little while. I'm going to go see the Pope, get dissed by the French foreign minister, and I need you to fuck my daughter more. No. Compromise. Hand stuff, and you don't have to look. Fine. Fine, but it's gross. And Jared, bring me those fingers after. I would like to be dead. Could I be dead instead of this? Soon. You see the healthcare bill? (laughs) (laughs) Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, quick question. Before we get going, can you guys give us your official stance on Neapolitan ice cream? It's a conspiracy by Big Strawberry to exaggerate its place in the pantheon of basic ice cream flavors. There, I said it. (laughs) That, and it's ridiculous. You don't scoop across or combine flavors. Neapolitan ice cream is because you can't afford separate flavors. That's why you have them. Like that, it's called Neapolitan, like Italian people. The Italian people are poor. It's why it's a Neapolitan ice cream. That's all right. Well, agree to agree, Eli's wrong. Yeah, I think so. In our lead story tonight, Eli's wrong. In related news, Schmuck (laughs) Elrange made his first foreign trip last week, precisely in time to not be in the same country that he just proposed a budget for. Leaving behind a congressional probe, an FBI investigation, a Treasury Department investigation, a Senate investigation, and a budget that Ebenezer Scrooge would wince at, Trump left with hopes that nine days would be long enough for all the fucking of the poor and elderly to blow over. I don't know what Noah just said, but did you guys hear about the ladies-only Wonder Woman screening? Oh, in Brooklyn? Yeah, pretty sure that's illegal. Is it? That's technically a brothel, right? <laughs> Based on the way I'm going to no. behave, yeah. No, yeah. much has already been said about this budget and that Wonder Woman screening, and most of it reads like the thesaurus entry for Sinister on both of them. But it is hard to state how impossibly cruel and misguided Trump's budget really is. Basically, if your starting point isn't that poor people are poor on purpose so they can take advantage of the unchecked geyser of the government teat, virtually nothing in it is defensible. I mean, even if you start there, the math is indefensible. You might as well have wise men showing up to greet Trump with golden myrrh factored into their economic growth forecast. But even more egregious than the two plus two equals two trillion arithmetic are the targets of the billions upon billions in spending cuts. I've planned travel with more accuracy. Yep, you have. That reminds me, on the itinerary, you have a picture of a tent in a catapult? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have a question, Heath, or... No, I guess not. Yeah. No. So, first, the good news. This bill has less of a chance of passing through Congress than Thomas Smith has of passing the bar, so it's not like we're talking about a binding document here. Oh, take that, Thomas. This is the show where we get real. (laughs) Hells yeah. Serious skeptocrats only. But the very fact that the White House could seriously propose this shit would be plenty terrifying all by itself. It also makes the the whole, like, Pence would be worse than Trump because Trump isn't an ideologue line a lot harder to sell, since he's clearly outsourced all the numberings and policy makings to ideologues that would make Mike Pence look like Will McAvoy. This is basically eight beer uncle who you're trying not to fight with at Thanksgiving wrote a budget. Yes. It's this. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. Just put... Put food stamps and letters to poor people. Two girls, one stone. Problem solved. (laughs) All right. So, quick breakdown of the winners and losers on this budget here. The the winners list is pretty thin. That won't take long. We've got uh, 
rich people who don't like taxes, defense contractors, and people who don't understand why they don't print up more $100 bills to pay off that national defecate or whatever it is. Hey, how about rich people who like taxes, huh? Nope, they're I fucked feel, too. I feel like we're going to do pretty well. Mm, no. Oh, <laughs> generous people? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, all the sick, starving children are going to be great for generous people. Yeah, That's a lot of job creation needs for generous people. For now, their hobby. For your list of losers, you'd have to see everyone else. Like, like, if you rely on people around you knowing things at any point in your daily life, you would be harmed by this budget. I am not I safe. I am not safe. I'm probably fine. The operating assumption behind the whole fucking thing is that America doesn't have enough income inequality. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna, it's a call for it. You, you'll get it. Yeah, oh, yes, you listen, unless you're a patron yes. of GAM, in which case it's a call back. It's, yeah, get it's it. confusing. It's all gonna be fine though, cause if, if you feel like your income inequality is getting out of hand, you're allowed to use financial health savings accounts now. Oh, really? Also known as money. You're Nifty. fine. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Now, a couple of quick examples of the vast fuckery afoot in this budget, okay? Trump's plan would cut $1.4 trillion from Medicare at a time when we're already trying to kick 23 million people off their insurance and reduce food stamp spending by about $191 billion. Social Security's disability program would also lose about $70 billion over the next decade. Of course, in all of these instances, administration spokespeople assure us that it's only going to be the lazy people who are there depriving of health care, food, and disability insurance. And despite repeated deflections that somehow all these cuts are only going to come from people gaming the system, the administration has yet to propose a single mechanism to cut fraud. In fact, they're proposing cutting the budgets of all the people who do that now. Okay, but... To be fair, if you fuck everyone on Medicare, eventually you're going to get someone who abuses the system, right? And yeah, that- no, you'll get – there's certainly going to be some of them. Well, at least with death panels, there was a panel. Yeah, right? process, you could argue. Other draconian cuts in this budget include a 30% cut to the State Department, most of that from international aid, a 31% cut in the EPA's budget, since our environment is so extra clean now, and a 13.5% cut for the Department of Education that would include cutting out student loan forgiveness programs, literacy grants, ongoing education for teachers, international education, and foreign language and arts programs, while directing some amount of that budget to private schools, including religious ones. Is Christian not a language? I feel like it's a language. <laughs> Nor an art. Atheists ite domum. We, we need a Roman soldier to just start correcting Betsy DeVos's Twitter account. <laughs> that would be fun. I think I know one who'd be up for the job. Uh, okay, so a couple other programs the Trump administration is pretty sure we can do without here. PBS, NPR, the Chemical Safety Board, the Institute of Museums and Libraries, the National Endowment for the Arts, the U.S. Institute for Peace, the Minority Business Development Agency, Health Profession and Nursing Training Programs, the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, the Flood Hazard Mapping and Risk Analysis Program, the National Wildlife Refuge Fund, OSHA Training Grants, the Global Climate Change Initiative, the Global Agricultural and Food Security Program, and the NASA Office of Education. And no, that was nowhere near exhaustive. Okay, well, I think we all agree on the NASA one, though, right? Like, um, all right, take me there, Eli. What? No, no gold on the moon. They went for we gold. Don't know that. Turned out not to be gold. <laughs> and okay, That's so why, we went to the moon, why pray tell, <laughs> must so many of these programs go? Well, I think we can all agree that the wealthy in this country are overtaxed. I mean, just look at Trump's tax returns. I wish. <laughs> right? So to counteract that, the budget proposes a cut in taxes that would amount to something like $3.6 trillion over the next 10 years, and virtually every dollar of that is poised to go to the phenomenally wealthy. As golden shower economics. Yeah, isn't Lovely. it, though? 
Yeah. Of course, this is being sold as an extreme measure to balance the budget in 10 years, which they can only claim because they're acting like math is a bullshit liberal conspiracy. I mean, even if you accept their astronomical projection of a 3% growth rate for America's economy for 10 fucking years, despite a president who gets his economic advice from 19th century mercantilists, there's a bunch of numeric hocus pocus that includes counting a tax break twice and shit. So the balanced budget nonsense, that's a red herring from start to finish. If they wanted that, they could have proposed all these same cuts with no reduction of taxes. Obviously, all they were after were fucking tax cuts for the wealthy and an excuse that old people would believe. Yeah, in six months, they're just going to be like, okay, we're cutting all of Medicare now because kids spend too much time on their cell phones and not enough time <laughs> yeah, outside. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Stickers were the start of it. I don't like stickers. I ruined this country, but I'm proud of me. <laughs> I gave out the trophies. I want to make it out. great again like it was before <laughs> I got a hold of it. And in Andre, the Gianforte news tonight. Oh, that's good. State of Montana held a special election last week to fill an open <laughs> congressional seat. And thanks to that vote, the newest member of the U.S. House of Representatives is Republican Greg Gianforte few fun facts about Greg. He made some really good money in the software business. He lives in the city of Bozeman. And he pulls off the bald guy with a beard thing very elegantly. Mm. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Pretty sure he choke slammed a reporter and beat the shit out of the guy <laughs> the day before the election. Pretty He's sure. Software, you say. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, his software company, his political ideology, and when you're going to get the fuck out of his face, all share one name right now. <laughs> they do. So before we get to uh, why this is next level stupid, let's start with why it's first level stupid. And that's because Montana, a state whose economy seems to be driven by hunter-gatherers, just elected a tech mogul worth over $300 million to be their voice in the People's House of Congress. Oh, I'm no. Oh, no. Not all one of their votes. <laughs> that state doesn't matter. That state, it doesn't matter. We could yeah, make it up in two senators. Yeah, right, just like New York. Right, yeah. well, whether or not he's personally hunted or gathered, I feel like that doesn't matter. There's no way Greg Gianforte should be representing the average person in Montana or anywhere else. I was no average not. people. I yeah. mean, to be fair, if you want to represent an average person in Montana, just use a 40th of a Californian, just like <laughs> a vegan guy's leg. That would be fine. <laughs> right? Would that matter any less a vegan? Now I'm picturing a vegan whose leg is only one fortieth of his body, and I don't mind saying that is a disturbing image. I know so few things, guys. It's awesome. Everything is Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> and wrestling, apparently, we learned today. By, by the way, Big Bird is rolling over in his grave over the way you spelled Sesame Street there. S E S E M E Street. Nailed street, by the way. Moving on to the next level stupid portion. And uh, it seems like I'm about to mention the spinning pile driver on a reporter, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sadly, that's not even close to the number one reason that Greg Gianforte in Congress is terrifying. Top of that list, I'm pretty sure he's wrong about literally everything. I could not like, find a single... Like everything. Yes. Every single political opinion of his that I could find is tragically wrong. <laughs> Quick rundown. He endorsed Donald Trump. He supported the Comey firing. How could you? He's against same-sex marriage. He's pro-life. He wants to defund Planned Parenthood. 
He doesn't think that burning less coal would help the environment. He's a young Earth creationist who thinks dinosaurs lived with people 6,000 years ago. And speaking of which, this one's my favorite. He's anti-social security and retirement because Noah in the Bible was like, 600 years old and still oh, building arcs. fuck's sake. And, and fucking daughters. I think, I think what he's saying is Noah is a great representation of the average person in Montana. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I just want to point out, tangentially, um, this means that I'm young for a Noah. It's like I'm only five and a half in Noah years. Okay. So Everyone knows you were never a child. Someone jokes. just got mad enough at a genie and you sprang <laughs> forth. <laughs> no. Just to be clear... Gilvorte hasn't been convicted of any crimes yet, so it's important that we don't just assume he did something wrong based on nothing but uh, an assault charge, uh, a reporter who says he got body slammed and punched for no reason, an audio recording that sounds a lot like a guy getting body slammed and punched for no reason, and multiple witnesses who saw <laughs> Gilvorte body slam and punch a guy for no reason. Especially since we know nothing at this point about uh, that reporter's email server. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah, details really, that we haven't yeah. investigated. It, exactly. Fun fact, uh, because of the gun laws in Montana, it would have been perfectly legal for that Guardian reporter to pull out a gun and shoot Gianforte, yep. just not the whole body slam <laughs> thing. I, I guess my question now, for the classical liberals, who seem to be unable to tweet or YouTube about this, is... <laughs> What do we do if someone body slams a Nazi reporter? It's like, like war games, there's heads exploding left and right. <laughs> what do I do? It's like I'm not consistent. It's like I only appeal to racist young men on YouTube. What do I do? <laughs> Keep making lots of money doing that, yeah. So, uh, bottom line, um, Montana is stupid. This is a state... This is a state that refers to itself, and this is my favorite. They refer to themselves as the last best place. What? That's, that's <laughs> the state <laughs> Whether or not they ever bump that up to second to last best place, <laughs> they just elected a creationist-themed WWE wrestler to the United States Congress. Uh, this is why they can't have nice things. Right. Like senators. Uh, We're uh, taking them this away. This is why Montana can't have nice things. Pretty sure New York's getting free college and single payer next year, all right? <laughs> What's that farm metaphor about what you reap? I'm trying to huh. connect to them. Yeah, it's, it's not where they don't listen to our show in Montana. And they have something about discouraging words. I don't know what it's all about. So. I'm willing to take that risk for us. <laughs> and in 00 news tonight, the British Secret Service temporarily concluded that we're too stupid to share intelligence with after U.S. media outlets shared the name of the Manchester bombing suspect long before British authorities were ready to let his accomplices know they knew who he was. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's like the rich kid tag-along who always ended up fucking up the plan when you were a kid. Yeah. Like, Dude, just be quiet while we sneak past. New York Times here. Where are you guys uh, sneaking past? Is that mom? Are you sneaking <laughs> past mom? Dude, did you call the fuck? What? <laughs> now what? I got to yeah. body slam them. <laughs> yeah, right? Now, this, of course, comes in the wake of repeated stories of Trump giving out classified information as though to show off that he has it including revealing the source of highly sensitive intelligence on ISIS, confirming said source when he denied it later, and, of course, bragging to Rodrigo Duterte about how many nuclear submarines we have near North Korea. Before hit. This is so much more fun because it's real. <laughs> this was such a great idea. 
Now, the suspension of intelligence sharing only lasted for a day, but it's a rare reminder that despite this century's ample evidence to the contrary, the British government is not our bitch. Yeah. At this point, America is like Britain's younger brother that's on its third divorce, can't hold down a job at Ruby Tuesdays, but loves to remind Britain about that time we arm wrestled and won. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could go both ways. Now, when asked about the leak, Trump called it, quote, deeply troubling, end quote, adding that the leaks in the U.S. media have gotten even worse than the cooling leaks that have our four northernmost nuclear launch facilities in Europe out of commission until the middle of June. Doesn't know where they're coming from. And uh, don't look in the glove compartment. Wait. Look in the glove compartment. Fuck. <laughs> How does the tar baby thing work? <laughs> Which is it? Don't. No. Fuck. At the time of this writing, at least eight people were being held in connection with the bombing, by the way. So it, it, there was clearly a lot of additional policing to do before this name came out. And there absolutely was nothing to be gained by releasing the name of the bomber. So clearly the media outlets that publish the news have some culpability. But Trump's instinct in the aftermath of this was to talk about punishing reporters. So I feel like it's worth reminding everybody that British intelligence shares information with the U.S. government, not the media. The government. That's the thing that Trump's in charge of. The media. <laughs> no, well... <laughs> And finally tonight, in capital T reason news, according to the Washington Post, President Donald Trump's son-in-law and Jewish fraternity game of Ookie Cookie come to life, Jared Kushner, <laughs> discussed the possibility of setting up a secret and secure communications channel between Trump's transition team and the Kremlin. Uh, using Russian diplomatic facilities in an apparent move to shield their pre-inauguration <laughs> discussions from monitoring, according to U.S. officials briefed on intelligence reports. Fucking idiots. And, uh, and, and we, they apparently learned this from a call that Kislyak made back home that essentially said, you're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, they wanted to let a U.S. If they wanted the Russians to let a U.S. official play with their secure communication device to Moscow. They wanted them to let an American official regularly just pop in and out of their secure communication facility in their embassy. No, but no, but I want to make my pin number your nuclear launch codes, though. Yours. <laughs> it's more romantic. Yes, according to sources that the White House seems to hope will go away if they can trick the Washington Post into printing the name of its own newspaper backwards, Kushner proposed the idea on December 1st, along with former locker up chanter, current Fifth Amendment invoker, and all-time irony champion, Michael Flynn. <laughs> well, now, to be fair, as far as we know, Flynn never accidentally compromised classified intelligence. <laughs> different thing worst spies ever oh my god just like trump flynn and kushner standing in a public pool putin's on the phone this is nothing everyone <laughs> yeah. can hear this this is stupid splash what are you idiots doing <laughs> and as will come as no surprise to anyone who just Heard the sentences I said, this puts Kushner <laughs> under a fair amount of scrutiny. What with the very real possibility of treason. And with Comey's testimony looming, former CIA officials already testifying that they were monitoring Russian connections to the Trump campaign. I kind of feel like all of Ireland got together in 2014 and toasted, may you live in interesting times that the United States is a prank. Am I, yeah. am I wrong? Did you get an email, Heath? <laughs> We gotta wrap up the headlines quick while Trump's still president. And that's gonna do it. Oh, I just missed it. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for episode 51. Either way, thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. Thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. 
Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Harold, Saul, Storm of Logic, Alex, John, an atheist duck, Claire, Jesus fucking Christ, Keely, Kirsten, Skip, Michelle, Beth, and Christiane, whose genitals appear behind the schooner if you stare long enough. Deep and whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist and God Awful Movies, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or The Deep Web. Also check out Citation Needed, available on iTunes and The Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check them out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. The poor are self-eliminating can't... Oh. <laughs> you guys never take my suggestions. And it's hurtful because <laughs> I just try to come up with fun catchphrases. You <laughs> can put on shirts. Laser tag. What? Laser tag? Yeah. I like laser tag. I'm playing laser tag tonight. Are you? Yeah. Nice. I am not good at laser tag. I know that will <laughs> surprise you. I haven't played laser tag since like 1986. The lady took my... Last time we played, the lady took my gun away because I kept putting it in my mouth and pulling the trigger. <laughs> She was like, that's not funny. And I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> if you take it away, it's funnier. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no, I was doing it during it. her explanation in her defense. I kept like, <laughs> killing myself in different ways with the laser gun. You gotta I take it like, away before no you start No other grown-ups have things taken away from them by other grown-ups, Eli. That's a just you kind of thing. <laughs> I keep it now. You can't be trusted with this. <laughs> Goes to her desk. All right. This is mine now. You can have it back at the end of the year. End of the semester. Yeah. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.